Hello, hello, you're listening to a Good Deed podcast, and this is your host, Divine Fonye. Now, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is a podcast where we discuss everything self awareness. On this episode, we're going to be talking about building confidence. So if you're dealing with confidence issues, if you're dealing with anything with self-esteem, this is the episode you want to be listening to now. In order to make sure, in order to ensure that the information that we're sharing here is consumed appropriately and you're able to apply this in your daily lives, I've broken it down into three episodes. We're going to be looking at the 10 steps towards building self-confidence or towards building confidence. And on this episode, we're just going to be discussing three of those 10. On the next episodes, we're going to discuss three of the 10. And on the last episodes, we're going to look at the last four steps. So stay with me, hang with me and enjoy. So without much ado, I'm going to dive straight into it. Because one believes in oneself, one doesn't try to convince others. It's a quote I found on Google about self-confidence or about building confidence. Now, we are all aware that confidence is a very touchy topic or it's a very one of those really touchy-feely type things. Sometimes could overflow into being cocky or not enough confidence. It's, it's, really, it's one of those aspects that's really hard to toe the line or to, to keep it within the context without offending people or without coming across as being overbearing. But let's not go into the details of that. Let's look at little examples of, you know, cases where we've had uh, difficulties uh, doing anything or taking any steps or or, uh, making any moves towards achieving anything that we truly desire just because we lack the confidence either in ourselves or the confidence to actually or develop the boldness to make a move. You know, back in the days when I was in secondary school, because I went to a boarding school, um, we I, we had a lot of issues. Like there was a lot of issues, you know, in, 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 in places where there's boys and there's girls involved, there's always going to be interpersonal relationships between those two sexes. So it's always, it's always the case, like, because I'm old school, I'm old school. I'm, and, you know, back then we, we believed that, you know, if you, a girl never approached a guy when they were attracted to a guy, it was always a guy that had to make the first move. But I was among one of those guys that would take ages to, to make a move, it would take a very long time. I would think about it and I'll ponder upon it. I'll look at other people's approaches. And I'll I'll try and come up with a different approach every time, but never really, really developing or building the courage or the boldness to actually make that move. And for those who don't know, or for you know, for the people that you never know, people that struggle with self confidence, people like myself, or people that that struggle with confidence, you know, once they make a move, you think they just made that move. You don't know that they've been working on it for about a year, a couple of years. It's they've always been pondering upon it for a very long time before actually doing it i don't know if any of you experienced this because when i was at university i used to i used to have this experience where you know you'd be i'd be attracted to a female and i'd be bouncing around or you know going around in circles and then some other guy would just come in and she'll just accept it without any problem or sometimes i'll take so much time that when i actually made the move she would reject me even sometimes before i even actually got to what i wanted to say and then some other guy would just come in and then they wouldn't even say anything or they, they wouldn't even say two words people who 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 who, who were because i considered myself at the time to be well spoken I considered myself to be well expressive. 
Um, and then, you know, I'd, I'd speak to these people and, you know, I'd get rejected and somebody who could hardly express themselves would come in and then get accepted. And I used to wonder, or I used to ask myself what the problem was. Well, obviously we understand that it's all other factors that could contribute to why somebody would be attracted to another person. But I want to focus on the one thing that we all know uh, that played a major role or one thing that I got to I, I got to learn that played a major role in always making these people or always putting these people ahead of me. And that was the fact that they were confident. Sometimes they didn't even know what they were saying, but just the fact that they had the confidence to make a bold move as soon as they felt whatever it is that they felt place them in a better situation or put them in a more advantageous situation. So when you're looking at it from this perspective, you can understand how much confidence plays a big role in every move that we make in life or every step we take, be it for a job that we want to go for, even during a job interview or be it for anything, any career path that we want to take or anything that you want to do in life, even when you wanted to ask your parents for something. Sometimes I ask my dad for something, but because it took me so long to ask for it, he wouldn't let me have it. And then, you know, um, I got to learn with time that most of the times when he said no, he didn't say no because he didn't think I, or he, he thought I didn't deserve what I asked for or I, he, he thought, you know, he couldn't give me what I asked for. He couldn't let me have what I asked for. But mostly because it took me so much time to build up the courage. He wanted to he wanted to be able to instill in me that lesson, to be able to be more courageous or to more to, to have confidence in myself in what I wanted and to be able to go for it and not feel, you know, not have that fear, that, that, that fear that we all experience that, that prevents us from making or from taking the steps that we, we know we want to take or making the moves that we know we want to move or we want to make. So I'm going to be looking at 10 steps towards building self-confidence. I'm going to look at the first three steps. We're going to be talking about the first three steps today and uh, I'm going to go straight into that first step. And that first step is visualizing yourself achieving what it is that you set out to achieve or that you want to achieve. So this visualization thing, now I'm not talking about any kind of voodoo or any kind of, I'm not, not without going too deep into meditation or yoga or any of the spiritual, ta tapping into your spiritual selves. I don't want to go too deep into that. I just want to go to just keeping it practical which is visualizing yourself, achieving whatever it is that you hunger for. Be it with that girl, the girl of your dreams, be it the job of your dreams, be it having the car that you dream of having, visualizing yourself in that successful position already. The, the, the one, thing, one thing that I'm going to say about this whole confidence thing when you look at this visualization aspect of it is, Every time that we knock ourselves back, every time that we are scared of making that move, every time that we, we, we prevent ourselves from taking that step or, or from, from making the move that is going to break us into whatever it is that we're, we're chasing, every time that we do that, we also have these negative reinforcements or these negative things that we tell ourselves, either we're not good enough, we're not handsome enough or good looking enough, we're not rich enough or wealthy enough, or when we're just not good enough. For whatever it is that we are after. So every time you, you don't do that or every time you pull yourself back from making that move, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage psychologically. So you keep doctrining yourself with the thought of the fact that you're not good enough. So you, you do this over and over and over and over or you visualize yourself fail, failing. Now, if you really look at like what it, the, th the one thing that scares us from making moves or from taking those steps that are going to move us one step towards our dreams, be it whatever it is, whatever it is that we are after. Every time that we, we stop ourselves, 
we pull ourselves back, we also create uh, uh, some, some kind of mental, mental drawback in our minds that we have now to overcome in order to be able to make that move or in, able to, in order to be able to take that step, which is why it takes you much longer. The more you hold yourself back, the longer it takes for you to, to muster the courage to, to make that move or to take that step. So, the, and, and one of the first reasons, and one of the only one of the reasons why we 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 don't we have to we pull ourselves back from making that step is because we visualize ourselves failing at it. We visualize ourselves getting rejected. The visualization of that rejection is one of the thing that one of the things that plays a major role in pulling you back or preventing you from from moving forward. Every time you visualize yourself failing, you continue to imprint that image in your psyche. In your subconscious, that prevents you from making that moves, and therefore, thereby extending the amount of time and making it even more difficult to build the courage. So every time, so in order to to change the cycle of thought, in order to reverse the cycle of thought from visualizing yourself failing, the first thing or the first step is visualizing yourself succeeding, visualizing yourself winning at whatever it is that you're gonna do. Visualizing yourself completing whatever it is that you're going to do. So that visualization is to change your subconscious, is to change that, 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 that image you've created in your subconscious, that, 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 that image of failure. Each time you visualize success, it changes your, your subconscious thinking or your subconscious thought process towards that action. Makes, making, making the, thereby making the action or making that step that you're going to take a bit more friendly. It's no longer that scary thing because you've already seen yourself winning at it. So it's no longer that scary thing that pulls you back or that, that makes you feel like you're not going to succeed or it's not going to work. So it's just uh, it's, uh, it's like a mental training. It's like a mental muscle. It's like a mental training. So it's like, uh, it's like, it's like going to the gym and working uh, and, and building muscle. Every time you go to the gym, you, you lift weights. Let's say you do these number of curls, your, your biceps, you know, increase in size they get they get stronger they get they, they start to pump and then when you stop going to the gym what happens is that process starts to reverse so you're doing you now put yourself in the position where you're doing the things that do not allow that muscle to grow so it's it's a bit like that it's when you compare it that's sort of what you're doing but you're doing this to your brain you're creating that 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 psychological image in your head where you're failing so always so start by visualizing yourself winning at it it's something i've done for a very long time which is what has made a lot of the things i used to be scared of doing more has made made them more friendly to me so i, I don't i no longer see me myself failing at them i see myself winning at them all the time which is why i just step to the plate and make that move so visualize yourself every single day whatever it is that you're afraid to do Whatever it is that you're scared of doing, if, you, if you've been scared of making that move or if you've lacked the confidence, if you've not had the confidence to make that move, you, should, you need to go back to, to your thought process and start visualizing yourself in your head, visualizing yourself winning at it. So that's the first step. Now, the second step is self-affirmation. So you, one of the things, another aspect or another thing that prevents us from making that move is, is, is what we tell ourselves about whatever it is that we're about to do. We tell ourselves we're not going to succeed. We tell ourselves we're going to fail. It's a bit like the visualization pro process, except that this is a voice in your head. It's no longer an image. This is a voice in your head telling you that you're not good enough. 
Telling you that you're not going to succeed at this. Telling you that you're going to fail at this. Telling you that you're wasting your time. Telling you that why even bother? But the truth is that you still desire whatever it is that you desire. You still desire it. Because if you didn't desire whatever it is that you wanted to chase, be that car, be that girl, be that job, be that career path, be that business, whatever it is that you wanted to chase, you still desire it. If you didn't desire it, you wouldn't have this conflicting voices in your head. You wouldn't have that voice in your head. The problem is you're focusing on the wrong voice. And most of these voices, without going too much, too, too deep into that, most of these voices are not voices that we've created ourselves. Our voices that come from external sources. But that's the topic for another conversation. And we don't want to focus on those external voices or those external sources. We want to focus on what we want to achieve at the end of the day. And what you want to achieve at the end of the day is you want to be able to date that girl. You want to let her know how you feel. You want to be able to, to, to buy that car. You want to know how it feels to drive it. You want to be able to, to get that job. You want to know how it feels. You want to be able to, 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 to live in the feeling, bask in the feeling of joy, of the joy of having that job, the dream job you're after, or for that job interview that you wanted to go for. Whatever it is that you wanted to do. The friend you wanted to make, the food you wanted to cook or learn to cook, whatever it is. That we want to do, that we tell ourselves, we constantly tell ourselves we're not good enough, we don't have the skill set to do it. All of these things that we tell ourselves, we, we don't know that for, for as long as you've been telling yourself, it's going to take either as much time or double that time for you to break out of that habit. So you have to affirm, you have to do this self-affirmation exercise every single day. Every time you think about that thing, you think about that goal. You have to reaffirm to yourself how good you are. You know, I was, I, I was so bad at so many things. I was great at a lot of things growing up. But I was so bad at so many things. And one of the reasons, and, and for the things that you're bad at, one, let, let me just put this through to you. Like the things that you're bad at, you're going to get worse at. You're going to get worse at because you keep telling yourself that you're not good enough for it or you're not good at it. Or you can't succeed or you can't win that thing. If I'm talking like this, is because I'm really passionate about the, talk, the topic I'm talking about. And it's because this is a problem I face for a better part of my life as well. So talking to you in a way, it's, talking, it's like talking to myself. So reaffirming that you're good at this. Every time, sometimes, some of the things I pick up to do for the first time, I wonder to myself how good I could be. Or how good it will be when I'm done with it. Before I get into it. So you've been telling yourself you're bad at something for so long. Making it so difficult for you to be able to make that move. And then the one time that you want to make the move. Or the one time you tell yourself you're good at it. And you try to go ahead and do it. And you can't. And you feel this pullback. And you think, oh, oh my gosh. I'm not going to succeed at it. Uh, this thing is not for me. You have to remember that it's going to take almost the same amount of effort. To break yourself out of the cycle of negative belief about your capabilities to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve in order for you to go out there and achieve it. So you're going to have to keep reaffirming to yourself every day. Ask yourself, if you want, make it interesting. Reaffirm to yourself in, in, in a manner of conversation. Have a conversation with yourself from time to time. Tell yourself how good you could be at this stuff. Tell yourself how good you know you're going to be at it. Keep telling yourself this every single day. You're changing your mental, you're changing your psychological receptors to that idea. The idea of going after that thing. 
making it more friendly, making that step more friendly, making it less scary so you're no longer scared about failure, but you're excited about the thought of succeeding at it or the thought of completing it. Now, the outcome doesn't matter. The, 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 what is important is you taking that first step. Doctrining yourself to be able to take that first step is what's going to bring you closer to your goal. So like, so I'm going to go back to the first step again. So first step is visualization. Visualization, visualizing yourself succeeding at whatever it is that you wanted to go after. And the second step is affirmation. So you have to reaffirm to yourself every single day. You're good at this. You're good at this. You can do this. Why do you think every time that you're about to do something that everybody is, who is rooting for you is around you and they keep saying you can do this? They're not saying you can do this because they've seen you do it before. They're saying you can do this because they believe that you can do it. And telling you you can do it is going to remind you or it's going to give you the extra boost you need to be able to take that step. So not having people around you to tell you you can do it, you can do that to yourself. So you tell yourself every time that you are capable of it, you have the skill set for it, you can do it. Even if you land on your face, you did it. That's what's important. So second step, reaffirm to yourself. And finally, for the third step and the last step we're going to be talking about today is do something you are scared of doing every single day. So if you have something that you're scared of doing, I know this is a bit contradictory, but give me a minute. We're going to break into this a little bit. So do something that you've been scared of doing every single day. That's familiarizing with yourself with the things that scare you the most. When you familiarize yourself with the things that scare you the most, the fear of failure no longer becomes an issue. You break through, you just become naturally confident day after day. Now, before, I wanna, before we break this down, like I said, this is, one of gonna, this is gonna be one of those, most, those really contradictory aspects of this, of this whole 10-step uh, uh, system. The reason why I'm, I'm saying contradictory is because you'll probably be asking yourself, why would I, or uh, it doesn't make sense to wanna go do something that, I'm scared of doing. Meanwhile, the whole topic of conversation here is to build the confidence to go and do it. How can I do it when I don't have the confidence? Which is why it is a third step and not the first one. The first step is the visualization. Second step is reaffirmation. It doesn't matter what it is that you want to do. It doesn't matter what, it, what, what this is you wanting to build confidence. It doesn't matter whatever it is that you want to do. And then the third step is doing something that you're scared of doing every single day reason I'm saying this is because I did the same. I'd go and ask strange people to take, take pictures of me, even pictures I didn't need on the street, on my way from work, on my way back from work. I'd ask, my, I'd ask people at work, people I've, had, I've hardly ever exchanged words with to get me lunch. And these are things that I would have never done in a thousand years. And you'd be amazed at the kind of results that this could produce. So once you've changed, once you've mastered the first and the second step, your belief system starts to change. Your psyche, the way you look at these aspects, start to change. Or the way you feel about yourself, asking for anything, doing anything, taking that first step, it starts to change. You, you spend time, you know, you spend time visualizing yourself winning at anything that it is that you want to do or succeeding at it. You've spent a lot of time doctrining yourself with the belief that you can do it, you're capable of it, and you've already won at it. And now you just go out there and do one or two things that scare you every single day. Now, 
to make it a lot easier, you want to start with the little things first. So you don't want to go in deep. You don't want to dive straight into the deep. And even though that's the move some people would make, but for the sake of the fact that we have, you know, so many listeners, there's people with different, you know, different capabilities here. We're going to start with the little things first. It doesn't matter how small it is. If it's one thing that you felt even a little pushback from doing, go ahead and do it. Ask, say hi to a stranger. Smile at a stranger for no reason. If they ask you why you're smiling, say it's a good day. Just do one thing. It doesn't have to be an ask. It doesn't have to be a, a goal that you've had in mind. or It doesn't have to be that big thing. Just the little things. You start with the little things and then you start to build the momentum towards the bigger things. And then the things that really, really matter. Just one random thing that you probably would never do. And not because you're not capable of doing it, but just because you had that little bit of, oh my gosh, I don't know how she's going to react or I don't know how this might turn out. Or you had that little psychological pushback because you don't think you're good enough or you're capable of doing this or you can really achieve it, you know. So you want to start by doing these little things every single day. Ask a stranger for a drink. Say hi, shake a stranger's hand on, on the way. Like, like I said, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Just the little things and you'll be amazed. I'm not saying you're not going to get any pushback. You're going to get some serious pushback. You're going to get some serious slack for it. But what's important here is you're not doing it because of the result. You're doing it because of how you want to affect yourself psychologically and inside. It's not what you want to get from it. Whether, whether the person responds when you say hi or not doesn't really matter. It's of no consequence. If you raise your hand to shake somebody's hand, whether they are receptive towards you or not is of no consequence. Whether if you ask somebody to take a picture of you randomly on the road, if you ask somebody for a question, even for directions, whether or not they're willing to help you out or whether or not they're willing to have that conversation with you or even pay attention to whatever it is that you're doing is absolutely of no consequence. The what is of serious importance here is the fact that you're actually doing it. And the, res- the, the, the response or the, the, the reaction you get from whoever it is that you approach or whatever it is that you do doesn't matter. It's the fact that you're doing it. And when, once you do this, over and over, you start to build a solid immune system towards denial or towards refusal, or towards rejection. And this immune system that you build towards rejection is what reinforces your ability to build confidence. So you start to build confidence in yourself. You know that you can do it because you've done it several times, regardless of the outcome, regardless of the reaction you got or the result you got. You did it. That's what is important. So the third step is not too much. It's not something we have to go on about for too long. It's just going out there and doing the little things. The little things that you, you used to get some mental or psychological pushback from doing every now and then. Every time you do it, you just break yourself a little bit closer to, to us becoming more confident than you were the day before. Every time you, you, you make that move, you break just a little, a little barrier. One of the things that was pushing you back. One of the things that was holding you back, it just brings you closer to that level of confidence that you want to be able to make that big move. Baby steps. People say baby steps for a reason. You got to grip, grovel sometimes, walk, run, jump before you fly. And that's how it is for almost about everything in life. Even building confidence. reason why I'm saying this is because I used to be the most... The most fearful. I used to be so scared of doing anything. And I had to break out of it. Because to tell you the truth, life is going to be hard. <laughs> if you don't have at least that, that basic level of self-confidence. If you can't take that step. 
So these are the steps. These are the first three steps we're going to be looking. We've looked at today. And so the first steps I want you to go out there and, and try to put into practice. On the next episode, which I'll be announcing on my social media, on the next episode, we're going to be looking at the next three steps towards bringing you even closer to that goal, helping you build even more confidence, becoming more grounded in your self-beliefs, becoming more grounded in your self-esteem, building a very solid base for yourself so you can go out there, live, live, live a life that represents the best version of yourself. We don't want to be living lives... On, 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 on the bread line, or you don't want to be living life on, at the edge. You want to be living life fully experiencing whatever it is that you're going after. And the only way you can do that is to develop that confidence that you need to be able to go out there and do the things that you need to do or that you want to do, ask for whatever you want, it is that you want to ask for and make the moves that you want to make in, in life. Be it the, the dream girl, the dream uh, uh, partner, the dream job, the dream career path, the dream business, you want to build whatever it is that you want to do, the dream partnership you want to have. You're going to always need to break a certain level of confidence to be able to do anything that it is that brings real satisfaction to yourself. Thank you for hanging out with me today. For any questions, if you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. It's available on Anchor and also available on Apple Podcasts, the Overcast, Stitcher, the Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio and all the other podcast apps. A good podcast. Please subscribe. Thank you, folks, again for tuning into a Good Deed podcast. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, The Anchor App, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and all the other podcast apps. If the podcast was relevant to you today, please share and review. Also, comment. Reviews available on Apple Podcasts and let me know exactly how you felt, what you think. If you do have any questions, please do not hesitate to post me questions on my social media at Divine Fournier on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for tuning again today and enjoy the weekend.